Uh, what? Howdy do. Howdy do. I had to remove the app and get it reloaded. I was worried that I was going to have to do that too. And I forgot the name of the app because I am not very smart. <laughs> but I don't think I have the app. You don't need that. I okay. use it to record and then I use it to upload to all the different platforms. But I was like, I was starting to freak out. Cause I'm like, I don't have any other time to do this. Okay. They need Can I to say go. something? Okay. Yeah. Um, so you keep telling me how disturbing this uh, episode is. And I'm That's here fine, for but it. These two need to. I'm trying to get rid of the dogs right now. I'm sorry. Chloe. All right, big girl, go on. They fight when they're all together so not fight but you know they wrestle around and go and i'm like i can't i can't yeah yeah they're dogs <laughs> so yeah this episode it is very disturbing and i'm gonna go ahead and say that like be or listener discretion is advised i'm nervous about it because it's very graphic and i don't want to upset anyone so but if you're ha- here, then you're probably not easily upset. Right. Even though shit's been tame. It, it's it been tame, yeah. This one's going to push the limit a little bit. But um, uh, I've, I've taken out some of the more horrifying stuff and left it more to the imagination, I suppose. But there are some um, specifics in here that... Are are so bad. They're so bad. Oh my god. Okay. Um, still here yeah. for it. Still here for it. Okay. Still so here for it. I'm in. All right. So this is Wicked History. I'm Chris. Always with my sister Lane. You know, we tell stories, or I tell my sister stories, and let y'all listen in on the horrifying uh, facts of history. But for today's episode, like, I was looking for stuff that nobody had really heard of, and I've talked to some people about this, and not many people have ever heard of this story. I wonder if I've heard of it. I doubt it, but, um, so, I'm gonna start this story. I, when I was doing research, one person kind of, um, described a cult in a really good way. And I want to use it. It's it's kind of a sad fact, but anyways, it it, it really worked with um, explaining how how this could happen. So let me just tell this <clears throat> little story. So when you cook frogs, okay, <laughs> I know, oh, I know. So when you cook a frog, you don't kill the frog first. What you do is you put them in a warm pot of water and you just slowly through time increase the temperature on them and they don't realize they're boiling to death until it's just too late and they're gone. They just, they get lulled into this nice comfort and (sighs) 
it just, the temperature keeps getting increased. And that's kind of a, a good, um, it, not a good, obviously that's a horrible thing, but it's a good, sadists do that? It is, it is a good way to describe how some, someone in a cult can slowly yeah. be lulled to their death. Okay. So uh-huh. it, they, they don't know at first they're, they're surrounded in this, you know, it's this honeymoon phase where they're just surrounded in love and they think this is fantastic. So when things start going bad in the cult, they're so, um, they're already so wrapped up in it that they don't realize that they're being marched to their death, I guess. Right. Brainwashed. Right. Um, it, it goes through just like, uh, when, if you're, ever dated a narcissist or whatever you know they start with yeah, this an abusive really uh, an abusive relationship yeah. yeah it's this love bombing and then by the time that that they switch they flip the switch on you you're already stuck you're already in it and you want that honeymoon phase back so before we judge these people that were in this cult and allowed this stuff to happen to them and to their fellow members just keep those little things in mind because, you know, I'm I'd gonna... like to say I try to be as judge free as as possible. Right. But people will, will look at someone who was in a cult and go <laughs> a freak or, you know, whatever. But some of these people, usually people in a cult. How could it happen to them? Right. Well, usually those people are already lacking something in their life and they they need something uh, positive to look up to, you know. It, they, it's, or they're, reason they're not the bad people the people who are the bad people are the cult leaders who are picking on these weaker people um who are you know looking for something they're trying to give them something to look for to take as much as they can so with that all being said this is my last my last real warning um this story is very graphic and it can be very upsetting so I just want y'all to keep that in mind as we start this. As I enter into more specifics, I'm going to give additional warnings. But there's your there's your big warning. So it's got all the bad stuff in it. We're going to talk about the Ant Hill Kids. Oh, never heard of it. The Ant Hill Kids, and this took place. It originated in. Um, Montreal well in Quebec so it's French Canadian people and with the the you know having said that they have very there's a lot of French names that I'm not going to pronounce properly so just go ahead and let's take that hat and put it on the take it off the head put it on the table because I'm not going to get these names right at all these places I I don't I'm sorry to Quebec or Quebec, however they like to say it, I- I'm going to butcher these names. Um, so our uh, what w- what we're going to start here with is our um, main character of the story, Rock Roke Rock Thoreau. I've seen a couple of other different pronunciations of the last name. Um, you'll see it spelled in our posts. Anyways, it's not a very easy name. So you're not going to hear me say his last name ever again. What are we going to call him, Rock? His name's, we're going to go by Rock. Yeah. He eventually changes his name to Moses, but it wasn't like legally changed or anything. Um, 
names, but you'll see him referred to as Moses sometimes in writing. But his name is Rock, R-O-C-H. Okay. He was born May 16th, 1947, uh, in a town in Quebec that I really, I'm going to butcher this, Saguenay, 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 something like that. So again, I apologize to anyone from there. Uh, This French-Canadian family, uh, they were, he was raised in this, you know, normal French-Canadian family in Thetford Mines. His childhood, you know, there's been a lot of... What year was he born? 1947. Okay, okay, so... He's not that old. No, no, no. This, I'm gonna, this story isn't very old, and I'm saying that because it happened around the time I was born and I refuse to believe that I'm old. So it's not that long ago. It's really not that long ago. No, he was born. He's much older than me, but, or was he, uh, but this kind of story takes place around the time I was born and I'm not old, so it can't be that old. So his childhood. Well, then would it be history? Just joking. Just joking. (laughs) Stupid joke. Stupid joke. I mean, I mean, our cars that we drove when we were 16 are now classics, so yes. That's so fucked up. It really Anywho. Is. So there's kind of some um, speculations in this. This story is made up of um, information from survivors as well as from Rock himself. And Rock has not been known to be very truthful about his past or his upbringing. He has claimed things like he was raised in abuse. Um, His father would play a game at the table where they would kick each other in the shins as hard as they could. His father denies all of this, but rock was said to be this super intelligent child, like just super intelligent, very popular in school. He had these piercing blue eyes, very charismatic child. But he drops out of school at the age or in the seventh grade. I don't know really what age that is. I guess, you know, 12 ish. He drops out of school for some unknown reason. Um, I don't know if it's because of his parents. I don't know, you know, who let him leave school, but he drops out in the seventh grade and he begins teaching himself the Old Testaments and prophecies of doomsday. He became obsessed with the idea of doomsday of uh you know the rapture and things like that at a very young age he was raised you know in this very strict catholic environment um which is traumatizing in itself sorry catholics (laughs) it's a very yeah it's very strict but he (laughs) like specifically the old testament and the doomsday prophecies of that so he um, is brought up by this very strict religious Catholic, you know, family. And he gets really engrossed in it at a very young age. So as he grows up, he kind of he kind of rebels against it for a little bit. And he's, you know, drinking and smoking and doing he's not taking good care of himself. And he realizes this at some point. And he's like, I got to treat my body better. So he quits drinking, he quits smoking, he starts eating only healthy, and he finds the Seventh-day Adventist mm-hmm. church, and, you know, that's their foundation, is healthy living, um, and he got really into it, really, really into it. You know, we're talking his early adult years, um, late teens, early adult 
early twenties. He, um, he joins the seventh day Adventist. He gets married at some point, but it's really hard to find information on that because some people like his ex-wives don't really want to be associated. <laughs> well, you'll know why, but he, he does marry a, a woman. Um, I'm going to leave her name out of it. Uh, but he does marry her and, you know, he starts to build a, a good following within the seventh day Adventist. You know, he's giving sermons and things like that, but then oh, wow. he, he tries to overthrow the church and they're like, get the fuck out, get out. You're gone. Like he does try to take over the church leadership. Um, and while, you know, this is all going on, like he's uh, keep in mind again, he's very charismatic. People are drawn to him. He likes approaching uh, strangers and telling them about his faith. He also embellishes a lot about his childhood being really traumatic. And he also, you know, plays up his accomplishments and his accolades. He starts telling people he's a healer. He can heal them of things. He had, um, he did kind of get in trouble because he had talked to a man whose wife had leukemia. Um, and he had convinced the man that he could heal his wife's leukemia. So she comes to him and he's like, you know, you need grape juice and uh, vegetables and fruit and you're going to be just fine. Of course, she dies because she quit her treatments for leukemia, believing in him, and she dies. But, you know, when this comes back at Rock, he's like, I can resurrect people as well. But when I try to resurrect your wife, God keeps telling me it was her time. So he still somehow gets out of this, you know, even though like his first trial trial at healing someone goes terribly wrong. He's still building a following. So people are still like, that makes sense. You know, rock was, he tried, but God said it was his, her time. So they, they look past that a little bit. So he's still, you know, by the time he's been kicked out of the Seventh Day Adventist, he's built this following already. Um, it's not a large following, but still, it's it's more than should have followed him by if even if one person follows him, it's one too many. So he tells this following about this idea he has for like a commune in the mountains or people. Um, you know, we're going to live free of worries of money and, you know, government and all this stuff. We're just going to um, take care of ourselves, be self-sufficient. And they're like, you know, that sounds really good. I'm tired of working every day and, you know, struggling and not getting along. So they're, they're, they're like, all right, you know, he gets a couple of people together and they're like, let's move to the mountains. So off to St. Marie, Quebec, they go into the mountains in 1977. So they're building this commune. And um, the first sign that there was really some trouble is when Rock proclaims the world is going to end in February of 1979. Um, Mm. He says, God's coming back. He's going to, the wrath is coming, um, but we're going to be safe if we tuck ourselves away in the mountainside you know, of Quebec. Cause for some reason he's like, we're going to be saved here when the world ends. So they're like, awesome, you know, let's do it. 
So they go deeper into the mountains. They go to this place called Eternal Mountain in St. Jogs. I don't know. Good Lord. It's such a horrible. J-O. J-O-G-U-E-S. So however you say that. It's this very sparsely populated um, peninsula that they're headed to up in the mountains. And it's just, you know, a super remote place. There's four men, nine women, and four kids at this point. Um, one of those women is his wife. So she's, she's there as well. Um, the first wife. The first wife, yes. So he's getting this commune together to build their little town and he's not doing any work so he's just sitting there watching them day in day out just back breaking work building this little town this little settlement for him you know right uh, he's doing absolutely nothing he's just sitting back and relaxing he's telling them you know from now on you can't talk to your families because they're gonna try to persuade you away from this okay so they've cut connection with their families at home. Um, he's also had them to a point where they're not allowed to talk to each other unless he's around. Um, so that's kind of the first little bits of control he's got there. And he's got them wearing matching tunics. He can wear whatever he wants. Okay. He does whatever the hell he wants, but they have to do what he says. So they're wearing these matching tunics. He is not you know, wearing the matching outfits. He's making comments that while he's watching them work, they look like little ants. Okay. They're like his little army ants. They're just doing their little drone work and he's sitting there watching them. So, you know, he calls them his little ant hill kids because it's so cute to watch them work in a way like little ants building this town, um, which is, it's so condescending to me. But they seem to just love it. They're like, yes, Ant Hill kids. Oh, my gosh, that's so cute. You know? Like, Uh-oh. It, it sounds like it's just so condescending to me, like the whole idea of calling them the Ant Hill kids for that reason. But anyway, so they start, they take on this name of the Ant Hill kids. Um, so this is him gaining more and more power over them. You know, they're exhausted from these long days of working nonstop. So they're more willing to look to him for guidance. Okay. Because they're just beat. They're beat at the end of the day from working so hard. So this is how he's kind of, you know, getting the clutch on them a little bit more. He's got them just working away to exhaustion. Um, it becomes just an, a, a daily occurrence to do whatever he says and they don't question it. They're just, they're so beat down from working, you know, and they're like, this is a good thing that we're building this town, but we're so tired. Like just, you know, have you ever been so tired that you're like, you know, you decide what we're eating for dinner and I'm good with it because I don't want to deal with thinking right now. So they're, that's how he's kind of beating them down. That's right. Every day of my life. Yeah. so february of 1979 comes obviously it comes and it goes and the world doesn't end so they know how would they know they're still they're still like kind of associating themselves with the towns close by so okay, okay okay they're selling goods and services in the town to make money you know like baked goods and like wooden little 
trinkets and th- you know. So whatever. they're they're bringing money in to their yes. little population. They are um, okay. The women are making like you know baked goods. The, the there's some people who say the men or at least Rock was like carving little wooden figures and stuff and trying to sell them. Um, so they were making scarce money and they were kind of still at this point able to be in the public, you know, at some points in the day. Um, but yeah, so that's, they, they know that the world doesn't end obviously when there's, you know, Tuesday rolls around. They're like, uh, Hey rock. People are still here. (laughs) And he's like, he goes, listen guys, um, it's really hard when God talks to me to decipher exactly what he means. It's not like he just comes to me like a bro and, you know, tells me this stuff. I have to decipher what he's, he's sending me and celestial time and earthly time is just two different things. So my best guess was February of 1979 based on the information I was given. And they're like, "Uh, okay, that yeah, I mean, I understand Rock, you know, but he's starting to worry that they're, you know, wh- because they're questioning him for the first time, he's a little like PO'd about it. He's, you know, like you've never questioned me up till now, so he's starting to like, he's starting to get kind of nervous that his followers might start to fall apart. So in in order to really strengthen his position. He decides he's going to marry the rest of the females in the commune. Okay. okay. Not legally, obviously, but he has a ceremony and he marries all or the rest of the eight females. Um, His wife seems okay with this for some reason. I don't see her, you know, she doesn't really make any comments. So, you know, I don't know. Well, she might have been just as brainwashed, I'm sure. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So he rapidly fathers 20 children. Holy bejesus. Okay. From all night. Like there was always someone giving birth. It was just nonstop with the babies. And it was so that he had, you know, complete control over these nine women. And he had more members. He was building like an army. Now he's got 20 people, 20 children. They can't leave him. You know, they're in this cult with me. So he's just trying to make it bigger and make it harder for these people to get out, really, by doing this. You know, some of these women were married to the four men who joined in the first place. So they were also okay with their wives now being rocks. Okay. Yeah. So he's gaining control, you know, right and left, but he's still anxious that his members don't believe in him like they used to because of this February 1979 thing. So he wants proof from them that, you know, they're still with them. And some of those things are pretty bad. Um, You know, he would ask them to cut off their own toe. (gasps) No, he would ask them, you know, to cut off another member's toe little things like that at first it it gets progressively worse but these little things Ugh. are 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 to prove their loyalty okay and at this point rock is starting to drink again and when he drinks he wants proof and that proof gets real cruel real quick so 
you know, this, it goes to shooting them, shooting themselves in the shoulder. Like they would be asked to shoot another member in the shoulder or have another member shoot them in the shoulder to prove his loyalty. So they start to get a little bit more graphic and a little harder um, to deal with. There is also someone who was asked to break their own legs with a sledgehammer and they did it. Oh, you know, he, when he would drink, they would kind of try to steer clear of him. They go like off into the mountains because they knew when, <laughs> when he would drink, like the, he would drink and he would come up with these real cruel things to do. Like he would string them up from the ceiling and have oh. the other members pluck all their body hair one by one. And then, he, you know, so like after these cruel treatments and cutting off your, that he would go to bed, he'd pass out drunk and then he'd wake up and come to them crying like, oh, the Satan got to me. You know, I, I hate, hate the, you know, this man keeps, you know, they, they forgive him because they're like, look, he's so sad that he did this, you know, mm, sounds like an abusive relationship. Right. So they're like, they see him as, you know, he's. While he's the messenger of God, he's still a weak man sometimes, and he has his moments. So they are still like, all right, you know, they're still putting up with this, even though they've, you know, they're losing toes, fingers, things like that. Um, so this is all, you know, happening. And while this is all happening, this this uh, gentleman named Guy, I almost said Guy named Guy. <laughs> This guy named Guy. Yeah, no, this, for real. He's probably... <laughs> <laughs> so this, this man named Guy heard about this peaceful, safe commune in the mountain. And he's like, I need that in my life. Beware, but Guy. <laughs> he, grabs, he grabs his backpack and he just like... His parents drive him up to like the edge of the mountain. He just disappears into the mountain. They're like, good luck, son. And just let him go. Find your peace. Yeah. So, and somehow he manages to find them. Like, just wandering around, he manages to find them in the mountains. So, Guy is been said to, and we don't know for sure because nobody diagnosed him with this stuff. But from surviving members, Guy was mentally off. He was mentally slower. Like, he had, you know, a learning disability. He had an anger issue. Um, he doesn't follow direction well. Um, so he was kind of already on probation. They were like, eh, something's not quite right with Guy, but welcome, my guy. You know, like, we're, we're going to try you out in our little commune, but you have to listen to Rock. You have to listen to what Rock says. And he's like, I got this. You know, I'm, this is where I've meant to be. I've heard so much wonderful stuff about y'all and the things you're doing. They're like, all right, cool. Welcome, my guy. Welcome, my, welcome guy. my guy. And so we've got a new member, and that's awesome. So let's, we're going to start getting into, I'm going to place another trigger warning in here. We're about to start talking about some pretty graphic stuff that happens now. From now on out, it just I have a question. Okay. Okay. How long has this been going on? At this point, we are like a year, two years. It goes on for a very long time. But 
I'm trying to look for a date. I want to say we're now like several. It's in the 80s at this point. So. And our story doesn't really end, honestly, until 2011. What? So it went on for it went on for a while. Okay. All right. So. Rock Rock has all these children, one of them being two-year-old Samuel. Now, Samuel is said to have been having urination issues, and I don't really know if that was, you know, pee in the bed, maybe, but he probably had something like UTI or kidney stones. There's there was no never a medical treatment, so there's never a diagnosis of what was what happened to Samuel. Um but he was said to have had started having urination issues and rock because he's a healer. He's like, I can fix this. I, I'm a healer. I can fix baby Samuel here. I can do surgery on him. <gasps> no, you cannot. So, all right. Oh, this is so bad. So baby Samuel or the two-year-old Samuel is stripped naked. He's placed on the kitchen table and held down by the other members mm-hmm. while kitchen utensils are used and a blowtorch to slit up his urethra, causing some, I mean, obviously, there's, he's not given any anesthetic. So this two-year-old is just in agonizing pain. And of course, afterwards, he won't stop crying. And he, also, no. he also can't can now control urination at all. Like, so he's still got the urination issues. They're worse and he won't stop crying. And this is just really pissing rock off because he just, he doesn't want to hear it. He doesn't, he doesn't like to hear people to complain. You'll start to see like, (laughs) as we continue, if you complain about something, it's bad news for you. So you just kind of keep your mouth shut. Um, But Samuel is upset. He's two, he's crying. He's in so much pain so guy is put in charge of punishing samuel like he hasn't already been punished enough mm, so yeah so guy is like rocks like guy this is your first task here samuel you get, shut him up like this has got to stop i can't stand it so guy ends up like getting really upset as well and he beats samuel to death mm. Yeah, and I'm going to leave out, like, the details of this beating, because there are details, and they're pretty extreme, but y'all can look those up if you need to know. So, Guy was mad, so he did, like, to- a torturous beating of the yeah. baby? Yes. Um, In order to kill the baby? No, just to punish the kid for crying. To punish the kid. Okay. Wow. After the surgery? Like, right after the surgery? Yes. Oh. So this kid lived for about two days after the surgery. Okay. Um, But, yeah, the guy, the new new person, is put in charge of disciplining Samuel for being upset, rightfully. And Guy ends up beating Samuel to death. So to hide this, the commune burns Samuel's little body Mm. or tries to as best they can because to cremate a body you need a really high temperature at a really for a really long time so there's a couple of quote-unquote cremations in the story that aren't like super 
successful. Where so. the fuck was the mom? She was there. Oy vey. Oh, yeah. The moms were all there. Uh, yeah, and they hid this body. They burned it and hid it, his little body, to punish Guy. Rock convinces Guy that he needs to be castrated. And Guy agrees with it. Not only does he agree to be castrated, he signs over a waiver. What? Yeah. He signs a piece of paper allowing this procedure to happen. He lays on the kitchen table and Rock's like, I'm going to need some rubber bands. I'm going to need a blowtorch. Like, start, you know, a pocket knife. Like, just really, like, scary stuff. So his testicles are bound. And then he, you know, they're bound for quite some time. And and one of them swells, like, to the size of, like, a grapefruit. Um, So, so hard. So Rock you know put lays him back down on the table he opens his scrotum i'm so sorry guys removes a testicle and just yeets it into the kitchen trash like just like nothing removes a testicle and all i know is that one testicle was lost uh i hate to laugh oh my god but it was it was done in such a bad way like guy dies obviously guy does not make it you know so he's he's also dead well so here's the thing too okay the te- his nuts did not swell up to the size of grapefruit in a matter of minutes no 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 it was so like was he like nine hours it was like nine hours into this ba- the banding that okay, one of so them they banded him like a goat mm-hmm. and then decided well, when one of them got real infected and big or what, or oh, okay, up. so he had infection stuff going on too. That's what I was mm-hmm. thinking. I'm like, nah, someone's not just gonna die like that. No, like it got really infected, so they tried. Rock tried to like fix that by opening his scrotum and like removing that uh, testicle. Okay, but yeah, yeah, he eventually succumbs to this. You know, so he they just, were just he gonna believes- leave him banded. No, he bleeds to death. Like he, oh, the bleeding is like uncontrollable. They try to like solder, like blow torch blow, it. Blow torch it. Yeah. Oh jeez. Yeah. So, Rock is like, all right, members. I've literally never heard of this dude. Oh my god, it gets. This is nothing. This is nothing yet. So, Rock is like, we need to tell the townspeople when they ask where Guy Veer went. That he was trampled by a horse. Okay. We, we got to, you know, he was trampled by a horse. Now he's dead. Because we're going to get asked about this. You know, they're still in the town selling stuff. So when, when someone goes missing, they're going to notice that. You know, the police, even though this is like, the police don't really have much to go on to go. Like, they, they've heard stories. But Rock is already like set this up to be an actual church so the police can't really go in uh without you know like guns blazing and stuff with a warrant unless they've got something really to go on and so you know they're with the guy's death they kind of go okay he was trampled by a horse seems right and move on they don't know about baby samuel dying at all um but 
guy's death, you know, is ruled an accident. I wonder, did anybody know that there were even kids there? Like, at this point? Oh, wait. I was wrong. So, would, I'm sorry. What did you just say? Well, like, were the kids taken into town? Did they, people know? No. No, I don't believe the kids were ever taken into town. Um, actually, guys... Uh, accident yes, or death. Oh. He, uh, Rock, and eight others are arrested for criminal negligence causing bodily harm, but they don't go to jail for very long. Like Rock gets the highest. I think it was like eighteen months at the most. Um, oh wow! But very little. And most members in this time don't leave. Not only do they they not leave. They build, like, their own little house across the street from the jail and visit him every day. Wow. Like, they're still... How people didn't leave at this point. Um, he's He's evaluated by a psychiatrist. And he says, this psychiatrist, or this psychiatrist says that Rock is of no danger to anyone. He is the kindest, gentlest man. And even after this full story broke... That doctor still, to this day, proclaims that he believes that Rock was never a danger to anybody. So wow. that's that's how good Rock was at manipulating hey, people. Hey, Doc, you should see him when he drinks. Like, how about oh, that? He still, he still, after this whole story came out and Rock, you know, is done, he still held on to the notion that he was safe. Duped. Yeah. So wow. this doctor was completely duped. Absolutely. He is no danger. So anyways, Rock is released because of this doctor saying, you know, he is not scary. He's not a bad. He's no danger. He's good to go. So he's relieved, released. And they go from he's here. Released. We're released. <laughs> he was <laughs> released. After, <laughs> after his release, he's like, fuck this town we're leaving so he goes to burnt river ontario okay so they're now in burnt river ontario they're still making their goods and you know their baked goods and selling them to the town trying to mesh in well with the townsfolk things seem to be good a good fit for rock and his little group um this new town you know kind of like they liked them and didn't see a problem at first. They were buying their goods and services and whatever. Um, but Rock's drinking after he got out of jail got worse. Um, which sadly seems to be a case for most, not most people, but like, you know, alcoholics. You tend to hear after, if they go to jail for something, when they come out, their drinking gets worse. Oh, I didn't know that. In some of these stories, you know, it's like after they get out of jail for that first little stint, they're like, they go off the handle. But anyway, so his drinking increases. As his drinking increases, so does his violence. So, okay, I'm going to describe some of this violence. Here's your next trigger warning. This is bad. All right. This is not the worst. Did you just is, clap? I did. This is bad. This is bad. This, this, this is, is bad. This is some bad stuff right here, okay? I have I have no idea what I'm getting ready to hear. All right. But so I can hear a clap. We're so going to take it up a notch. We're going to take it up mm. a notch. So, I, like, he would do things like draw a circle in the dirt and then pick two random people out. 
doesn't matter male how, how many how many people does he have oh, at this point i don't know i'm on it he's probably still in the same range of like you know nine okay w- wives and 20 children and you know okay. the, some of the men um but he'll pick two people at random make them strip naked get in the circle and fight each other like gladiators okay which is okay you know but he also said there's nothing off um you know you there's no like rules or anything it's like you do whatever you need to do there's everything's fair game is i guess what i'm trying to say so it's not like you know there's you know it's a fun little gladiator thing where they're just like throwing some punches or whatever it is like you know beat each other to death kind of things and it okay. could be a man and a woman it could be two women two men um that he didn't care he would okay. just pick them at random. Okay. So then he would start stringing members up from the ceiling. Like I told you earlier, having the members pluck out their body hair. Um, Super weird. Yeah. There was like, and there was, it was very common for people to be strung from the ceiling for several hours. Wow. At a time. Um, and he and would just for no reason, not for punishment, just uh, drunk. It was really, it, yeah, I, I think it was like he needed to keep reminding himself that he was in charge and also scaring them into, oh, okay, you know, falling into line. But uh, that's not the bad stuff. We're going to, so he would start beating people with um, belts and belts turned to hammers and hammers, <gasps> turned, hammers turned to the blunt side of an axe. What? Yeah. That's just death. Yeah. He would defecate on them. He would have other members defecate on these people that were being strung up. He would make them eat that. They would eat bugs and rats at his whim. They would have to, they would be forced to sit um, on a hot stove. Like having, what? yeah, so like they would be forced to like not have bottoms on and have to put their their bare bottom on the hot stove. Um, there's a lot of like burning of genitalia, mutilating of genitalia, like with one of those wood burning tools. You know, uh-huh. you have little, um, there was yeah. lot, lots of sexual abuse, you know, from mutilating genitals to, you know, ob- just other forms of sexual abuse. Um, he would have the members shoot each other in the shoulders again. <laughs> he had people, you know, removing fingers or toes just on whims. Um, so a lot of these people, well, they came out with very few fingers or toes. Wow. The children. Uh, okay. Oh, no. So the children would be nailed to the trees naked nailed to the trees and the other children would stone them what yeah so he'd have the he'd have the bad this this is hard so he would have the bad child he would nail the child to a tree and then have the other kids throw rocks at him and you know until he was satisfied Mm. so there would just be children nailed to trees that's so Um, fucked up and that he would whip them, sexually abuse them, um, mutilate their genitals. One evening, <laughs> gosh, okay. 
so one evening a member had just had a baby okay this newborn baby and uh she wanted to did my voice just shake um yeah yeah Uh, so one if like what i don't get upset um one evening to save her child this newborn baby the member put her infant in a wheelbarrow and left it outside in the snow overnight to kill it. Um, to save, Just to save, save it, it from, from well, rock. There's two stories. And one is he hated this child. Okay. That he, for some reason, this baby was just not his thing. Okay. He did not Ooh, like it. Or was it not his baby? It was his baby for sure, but he didn't like it is what what it says and so because of that she's like okay well let's just leave it outside in a wheelbarrow and he's like cool so that's the first story that i heard and the second is Uh, that she wanted to save the child and i would like to believe that she did this to save it from further torture than to just go you're right this baby sucks let's leave it outside regardless she did it um she did it because he had control over her you yeah know? oh yeah like either way this baby dies okay right 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 so this baby's death leads to an investigation in 1987 and 14 other children are removed so you know the wow. police the police couldn't do much but with this death they were able to at least how did they even and... know about a newborn baby though i guess they would just hear you know, little bit like townspeople would hear right. stuff, or yeah. maybe they saw her pregnant. Something. There's some. I mean, they're not stupid. They know that Rock is up there, and they've heard these horrible stories. But yeah, when this baby dies, somehow they find out about it, and it leads to an investigation of the compound, and they remove 14 of the children. You know, that, that was the least the, the police could do. So anytime, and they were very, like, that they regulated births there really hardcore because of this. So anytime a woman became pregnant from there, as soon as that baby was born, the babies were removed from the compound from here on out. So from here on out. From here on out, the children are not present. Okay, so that all children are going to get taken away. It are they going to be given back? It says 14 of the children. So I don't know if that's all of them at this time. You know, because like I said, he had, he, I mean, in his whole life, he has 26 children. So 14 of them being, I don't know, of course, where all these children fall in the timeline. Uh, but 14 are removed at this point. And they're pretty grown. Okay. You know, some of them are pretty grown. Um, I'm not sure if some of them aren't, you know, some of them that like the older ones are the reason the number is so low. But it's, right. I don't know if that's the case or what, but 14 are removed. But it is said that anytime a baby's born, the baby's gone. Baby's gone now. No more babies being hurt. So do they know that, that, that they killed the baby? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, they, they know the baby died of negligence. So it's not murder per se. It was negligence. Nobody like gets charged with anything. They just remove all the children. Okay. Now, you know, the kids, the little kids are gone. um, And when that happens, rock gets worse. So here is 
I mean, from here out, it is going to be a roller coaster here. All right. It's about to get super graphic. Okay. And what year is this? Do we know? This is 1987. Okay. So here is, I mean, hmm, you'll understand in a minute. All right. So we've got Solange. Solange is this female, one of Rock's wives. Uh, God, poor Solange. Oh, my God. So, one night, Solange complains that her stomach hurts. And we know what happens when people complain about stuff. Rock is like, I got this. I'm a healer. Oh, God. So, he, uh, he strips her down, okay? And she's held flat on the kitchen table. They had, like, this long farmhouse type table and there'll be pictures of it on facebook and instagram so they have this long table that's where all the surgeries took place they so she's laid down naked on the uh table held down rock punches her really hard in the stomach Mm. okay okay and then he he insert he inserts a plastic tube into her rectum and he's given her an enema of molasses and olive oil. Oh. Just pouring this kind of stuff into her abdomen. Um, so what? Oh, God. After he does this. Oh. All right. He cuts open her abdomen. <sighs> and he pulls out her intestines with his bare hands. Okay. So oh. he pull- he's, he's pulling these intestines out. And he thinks he sees the part that is like the problem so he rips it out with his bare hands so he tears her intestines and removes a piece of her intestine how in the hell can someone do that yeah so he he we're talking like he rips it twice okay because he's removing a long piece of her intestine she is awake she is alive she feels odd okay so then he pushes all the intestines back in not connecting the two sides of the intestines okay what so he pushes them all back in and he has the cult members like the women sew her up with thread or whatever okay so then he places it's not over yet god okay so then they he places a tube now down her throat and he's got the members blowing air into the tubes um to like inflate her intestines i guess how in the hell could i mean this is not helping her he could not think that this is helping her she's fully conscious through this okay like well right 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 in fact she's not only conscious she lives until like halfway through the next day but of course you know she's now now the her contents of her stomach are going into her abdominal cavity right right so she doesn't live but she does live for a, a couple of hours um, i'm sure they were pretty excruciating hours i can't imagine and of course she's not going to complain because he'll cut her back open worse. or whatever that's going to make it worse these people are learning not to say a word you yeah. know so it, or once she's dead rock is like oh shit i bet she was pregnant with my kid that's why her stomach hurt Oh, God, Rock, you dumbass. So he's like, I'm going to resurrect her. All right. So he has his followers, um, you know, get her body, 
and they remove her uterus. They sew her back up. Um, they take a, a saw and they cut a hole in her skull. Okay. <sighs> All right. And then, like, get she's real dead. Bi- getting real biblical. Oh, yeah. She's dead. Getting real biblical here. So he's cut this hole in her skull and he's going to use the seed of man to re- resurrect her. So he ejaculates into this hole in her skull. Okay. As, as do the other men in the cult. Okay. Okay. So they ejaculate into her skull um, to bring her back to life. This obviously does not work. Okay. But before she's cremated, he removes a rib and he wears it around his neck as a necklace. Okay. Wow. So he takes one of her ribs and like Adam and Eve kind of we're we're talking adam and eve style stuff like with i guess the eve being the rib um so take out your own fucking rib though that's what uh (laughs) what didn't adam take out one of his ribs to make eve Eve. yeah exactly but instead he takes solange's rib he's got it in a like leather pouch around his neck Uh okay uh, he's like obsessed with her. So he has the people cremate her and he saves a jar of her ashes because he's still convinced he can resurrect her. Okay. So he's got her uterus and he's got her ashes and he's got a little jar of her ashes that he's constantly ejaculating into. Oh my God. To bring her back. Okay. Um, it does not that obviously it does not work. But that's that's Solange. That is how Solange dies. So now we move on to Gabrielle. Gabrielle is the mother of the frozen baby. Okay. Okay. So she's already got some issues. So they all have issues. Yeah. <laughs> Gabrielle gets a little worse. Um, oh. Uh, Gabrielle, oh, Jesus Christ. Gabrielle complains of a toothache. She's like, my tooth hurts. And as soon as she says Aww. it, she's like, fuck. <sighs> you know, I shouldn't have said anything. Because Rock's like, I got this. I'm a, I'm a healer. And takes pliers and pulls out eight of her teeth. Ugh. Okay. Ugh. So he ripped for one toothache. He pulls out eight teeth. Okay. So later that night, she tries to escape. She's like, I'm out of here. That was bad. I'm missing eight of my teeth now. Excuse me. Um, Yeah, she's like, fuck it, I'm out of here. But she's caught. Okay. So she's caught and, you know, she's brought back. He takes his, like, a knife and he puts her arm down on a table and he stabs the knife through her hand to pin her arm Mm. down. Okay, so he's pinned her arm to the table with a knife and then he's like slowly filleting her arm to like just cutting pieces of like whittling her arm god she doesn't so make like a, she doesn't di- make sound dissecting her arm yeah while she lay there awake okay. yeah so he's like filleting it slowly until it gets to the bone then he takes a chainsaw and he cuts the arm off she doesn't make a sound she doesn't that make bitch a sound. is heavy. She okay. is like she, because she's alive to this day. 
She will tell you. Is she? She she didn't make a sound. She's the reason we have most of these stories. Okay. How the fuck is she still around? Is she in prison? No. No, she's not. For killing her baby? Yeah, she survives this. So this is like, this is July of 1989. All right. So in August, August 16th, she finally escapes. And goes to the hospital. She she hitchhikes all the way to the hospital. Because her arm is just. Even though like. The team like. She laid on the kitchen floor. After she lost her arm okay. And you know she's laying there for a while. And then. Then Rock allows the people to like. Sew her arm up you know. But. She needs it seen. Obviously it's a, right. it's a nightmare. She's been amputated. So an you know, a month later, she's able to get out and she goes to the hospital, hitchhikes all the way to the hospital. Um, and she's not at first willing to talk. The doctors are obviously like, we need to know what happened here. This is not normal. You know, we're not going to just like let, let this be. You know, this woman comes to us with this amputated arm. She's like, oh, you know, I broke it in several places, falling off a horse. And Rock was nice enough to amputate it for me. Because, you know, the fractures were so bad in my arm. And they're like, uh, no. Uh. That isn't what happened. But so, you know, they, once she's out and she goes to the hospital, the people are like, something messed up is happening up in the mountains with these people. And it needs to be looked at. You know, this woman just came to us. She's had her arm amputated. She's missing toes and fingers. She's had eight of her teeth removed. Like, something's not right here. So, you know, the truth is kind of, like, finally coming out. But she goes back. She goes back from the hospital, back to Rock, to the commune, okay? She can't be without them. She had to go back. Wow. Wow. But once the truth is out, okay, so Rock pleads guilty to three counts of aggravated assault, one count of unlawful bodily harm, and he's he gets 12 years in prison. Okay. All right. Good. So some of, the member, some of the members are, like, still faithful to him, but some of them start to, like, loose lips sink ships. So one of the members shows the police the charred remains of Solange. Oh. And... He gets a second degree murder charge added, giving him life in prison with the possibility of parole. Okay. What year is this? I don't know. It's in the late 80s, early 90s. So I think it's in 1989 still, maybe. But yeah, so somehow Rock manages to father four more children while he's in prison. Okay. Because he gets conjugal visits with his wives. Okay. The wi- <sighs> Okay. The wives are still visiting him and doing this. Like, they are still obsessed with him. Was he good looking? No. He had these piercing blue eyes. You'll see uh, people will, they described him as, you know, just this really captivating man but you look at him you're like no he's not no he's terrifying looking to me anyway Hmm. so 2011 we're in jail 
Okay. Terrors finally end. <clears throat> Rock Selby. Can I just say that, like, it doesn't fucking matter if he was good looking? Like, I didn't I didn't ask that. I was just kind of joking. Oh, no, but, like, people, they did. They would say, like, oh, I'm sure that he was, ca- I'm sure it was personality, too. Yeah. But, uh, um. They regard- remarked. They remarked on his good looks. I don't see it myself because I know too much about him and he scares me, but uh, yeah. Anywho, so anywho, in 2011, okay, so we've got his cellmate walking down the the hall or whatever, goes to the station, the guard's booth or whatever, covered in blood, he slaps down a shank onto the table and he goes that piece of shit is down on the range. Here's the knife. I've sliced him up. Rock was dead at 63 years old, stabbed to death in the neck by his Shut prison up. His cellmate. His cellmate was so tired of him talking about all the horrible things that he'd done to these people and they got, he got away with. He just had it, enough of it. Like, Rock knew that he was a murderer how he self, tried to how self-righteous he was and he probably thought he was god and well, like all kinds of stuff he Good. there's like a there's a website where murderers can put their artwork to sell online Ugh. and rock did that so he was fully aware that he Fuck was a murderer you, rock he knew he was a murderer and he was trying to capitalize on it oh my god i want to see it there I, i'll have to find the website but it was like it's like murder auctions or something okay it's... yeah i want to see this murder auction website number one mm-hmm. and then like number two like what kind of shit did he make he was oh, doing he whittled he would yeah. wood. yeah he made wood stuff and he also paint had made some paintings or whatever but he tried to get them onto this whatever this site was so he was fully aware that he was a murderer and he was had a had a notoriety of some sort, or at least he wanted to capitalize on what he thought was notoriety. But again, like this is a horrifying story, and it is true. And I didn't know about it until no. just now. You know, I, it took him that you know it's, it's he's been dead for ten years. I didn't know about him. Oh, he only died ten years ago. He died in two thousand and eleven. Yeah. Okay, so that's where the ending of all this came in 2011. Now, he was put in prison in 1989. In 1989, he was put in prison, and then he died in prison. Okay, so what happened to the people? Well, this cult is still, like, (sighs) give me a break. (laughs) Give me a break. So... (laughs) You can still, like, write to the... or There's, like, a... Oh my it, god. It is still an active cult. <laughs> Somehow. Okay. Like it's by a different name, but it is still roughly the same thing. Like the some of the so people are what did still he, together. What did he name it? It was the Ant Hill Kids. But I don't know it like the it's called something else now. Mm-hmm. Wow. But <laughs> It's, yeah, like, there are still people, like, it, there are interviews out there from Gabrielle, who okay. lost her arm. Wow. Um, and eight of her teeth. Anyways, so there, you can, like, she's done, like, uh, videos. Yeah, I'd lo- and, I would love to hear her talk. Yeah. She's, um, she's still, like, even all the stuff that's happened to her, she still, like, has love for him in her heart. What? So... 
How? Uh, the it's the frog in the pot. I guess it is. This is a really effed up, twisted frog in the pot. The, these people were the frogs in the pot, and Rock was just turning that heat up slowly. Man, but enough. you can't being a frog in the pot in you know being coerced into like um like a mass suicide like for the the good like you think you're doing something whatever but like all the violence they were like ensuing on each other and seeing him do mm-hmm. like almost like you can't escape him he's going to cut off your arm however the the like it almost sounded like Like, did he think that he was a healer and that he could do surgical procedures on people? I have no idea. I mean, I don't, I don't know if he believed it psychologically that he could do this. Like if he had full faith that he could do this or if he was just that fucked up that he was like, no, I just want to do surgeries on people. I know. That's what I, that's what I wonder. And then again, like, um, Gabrielle like when her arm was cut off I wonder if in her interviews like she says you know I told authorities it was because my arm got messed up but could I mean did she realize that like he did it to her for punishment like you ran away no you didn't the arm, then, the arm thing, yes, was punishment. Like, there were punishments and there were So healing. she knew that that was what he did to punish her for leaving and she still has love for him? Yes. Like, the teeth removal was him trying to, quote-unquote, heal her of her tooth mm-hmm. problem. Mm-hmm. But the arm amputation was punishment for leaving. Wow. And this is only three. I've, I've only told you about, what, Samuel? I told you about Guy. Mm-hmm. I told you about Solange and I told you about Gabrielle. So that's four people. That... I didn't I didn't tell you about anybody else. I didn't right. tell anyone else's story out there. And there was another person. I mean, there was like horrifying other experiences. There's people who spent hours hanging from the ceiling while other people pulled out their pubic hair one by one. I have heard. Shit on them. I have I mean, heard that. And I don't know where I've heard it, but of an instance of that, either there was another sick and twisted individual. There's lots or of I've, them, I'm sure. <laughs> well, right, there are, but like that I've heard a story where pubic yeah. hairs were plucked out, and I probably did. And it, and I, I wish I could. That think was kind of, of a. That was like a medieval thing to do. Um, uh, I don't know. It's brutal. But, yeah. Like there was a guy who broke his own legs with a sledgehammer. Like, so there are other people out there with stories that could be even worse, but those are the four that I... I would love to dig um, even deeper. I think that one thing we need to do is, like, have some kind of, like, source notes or, like, has anybody Mm -hmm. written a book or, um, like, uh, uh, Gabriella at Gabrielle's interview? Like, we need to, like, post that because, like... I am so intrigued. Yeah. Oh, there's lots of information out there, but you're not going to uh, find, like, not a lot of the survivors gave really detailed uh, accounts of, like, what they saw and did or had happened to them. Um, 
Gabrielle has been the best source of information about what happened up there in the mountains. So, and that's one person's point of view of it. Right. Right. Um, There are a lot, there are other survivors that have told their stories, but those are the ones that I chose to highlight. Embellish on. The, the kids, what happened to the kids, I tried to tune it down as best I could. Um, when it comes down to it, they were nailed to trees, which is horrifying. Like that, that is horrifying. Like there are some people who say that it was their clothes that were nailed to the tree. I know that's what I was just going to say. How were they nailed to the tree? But then Uh. other, like it said that it was like right at the shoulder. So, uh, it was either like. you know it just really depends but most most people's account of this is that it was through the shoulder but other people say it was the clothes were pulled at the shoulder and then nailed to the tree uh i i choose to believe like that be the case in my head just to wrap Um, my head around i agree because he would cause a lot of bodily damage and i could see like depending on how many kids went through that Mm -hmm. like death by infection yeah or whatever i mean lots of infections you would think i mean they lived and you're gonna see in the pictures you'll see it's not (laughs) not the cleanest place it's very rustic very rustic how they lived wow they built it themselves so i wonder how they moved they moved three times so i wonder how intelligent these people were well you know they weren't like imbeciles off the street like they had jobs they were doctors and lawyers and bankers and you know see i i don't they were just normal people that belonged to the seventh day adventists they just and then moved off grid following the seven day adventist stuff right which is really funny because seven day adventist um I believe that there is like a like a no meat. No meat. I don't know. Well, it's very clean living, so it could be vegetarian. Right. Right. Um, This is our longest episode by far. (laughs) By far. Good. We're trying. No, it's, it's just it was such a long story to, and it's really hard to get through it. And I, you know, after I got finished, you know, doing all my notes and stuff, because I had, you know, I use multiple sources. And yes, I need to be citing those. Um, Well, yeah, I got through it and I was like, I need a palate cleanser. So I like listen. (laughs) I listened to uh, someone, someone's interpretation of Dante's Inferno. And, you know, like I did post on our Facebook that that was I used Dante's Inferno as my palate cleanser, but I really did. <laughs> I watched this video. He's like this younger gentleman and he had this really great interpretation of this really brutal fucked up book um, from Dante's uh, Divine Comedy. One of the books uh, of that Divine Comedy. And it's like. Who uses that as a, a palate cleanser? Like, what is wrong with me? Go watch puppies. Like, fuck. No doubt. But, but no. it's nah. all day, every day. It's probably I... why I'm dead on the inside, though. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> holy <laughs> mackerel. 
Yeah. And that's the thing is I can sit here and listen to that. Um, uh, there was a case I just listened to involving a kid um, and it killed me. Yeah. But, you know, it's really shitty that um, that we're just like, I'm just not surprised. Like people do some of the most heinous things well i'm trying to find the stories that aren't told a lot right right and yeah, i i have not heard really of that cult. now there's you know when you google it you're gonna find stories on it obviously people i'm not the only one that's ever talked about ant hills kids but they're not it's not something that like Mm-mm. you know your bailey sarians and stuff are are doing just yet i mean maybe maybe they will or whatever but you know, I, I didn't know about this story, and I listened to this kind of stuff all, all day, day, every day. Yes, yeah, I know. Um, I'm not. I like the true crime, I, I guess, and and that that is true crime. But um, yeah, I don't know. Um, I mean, some of these stories are gonna be true crime, but right? some of them aren't. You know, like history is. <laughs> so fucking it's so fucked up i can think about so many uh like behind absolutely everything with christmas coming up okay like there are sinister stories like behind christmas tradition it's coming it's coming stop it did you do it i did i mean that's what, like, uh, you know, the Christmas tree, um, oh, being put being put in your living, like your living room, as a symbol of what, you know. <laughs> I wonder, and um, oh, the, it's I got all that. The beautiful part, like, I mean, I was thinking that there's like a Wiccan, a pagan uh, thing behind pagan. it. Yeah, uh, like behind like, the Christmas tree. Yes glory be um, glory be to the earth right like or you know or an earth mother um, there's a couple there's a couple of how places. that's the bright that's bright and sunny right but like some some other things and in hey and hey. church churches just religion in general right and um different church forms different religions there's not <laughs> it's easy like when it comes to some of the stories that we're going to be doing religion's going to play a big part religion is a huge thing it's religion not necessary <laughs> <laughs> now religion's not like going to be a part of true crime cases right. necessarily but when it comes to talking about wicked history the church is all up. The the church is all up in. Well, that's the thing. Um, like when I said about you know uh, him growing up in a in a strong Catholic church, it's trauma. Like he probably did want to rebel against it because he had so many questions. But it was like, shut the fuck up, kid. Well, you're not allowed like- to have any questions if you doubt the existence then you're going to hell so you better just keep that to yourself well it was kind of said that his dad would make him go door to door like talking about his 
you know, religion and stuff. And he was sort of like to pass out pamphlets or whatever. And he was really embarrassed by that. But then ended up doing the same shit when he was older. But for what he believed in, which in all honesty, at the start of it, Seven Day Adventist is very believable. Mm-hmm. Uh, a very believable religion. I, I don't know anything about it, so don't come at me. Well, it, um, it, it fell in line with what he was already doing. Like, he, mm-hmm. you know, started the, the clean living thing, going, I need to take care of my. Do people. I believe in healers? Yes. Do I believe in clean living? Yes. Uh, you know, do I believe in a bigger um, entity than myself? Yeah. Like, I, I'm not um, what yeah. people that don't believe in anything. What are they? Atheists. I'm not atheist. You're agnostic. Okay. You believe whatever, in something. Whatever, you believe whatever, in a greater being. Whatever you want to say. Agnostic. What but whatever. Um his views weren't awful. The fact that you don't have to live in misery, all this is true. Mm-hmm. But he just created a miserable situation. So oh, what the absolutely. F- what are you doing, Rock? like what are what are you doing because they could have had a great thing and i have lots of friends that live like off the grid or whatever and they just eat the same fruit from the same trees like all year round Mm -hmm. and you know and they're just like and nobody can tell me what to do and i drink my own piss too like oh girl yeah you know that's what happens when you have 1500 uh friends on facebook um and 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 you and and you like fruitarians and things like that just vegan just going vegan (laughs) you just go down a rabbit hole of all kinds of stuff but like um it's you know it's not a bad thing and i believe in it so like it's not like he was far off it's just like what happened you know at first and then to want to share it like do i share with people all the time and do they think i'm fucking crazy that if i say you know we come from one god it mm-hmm. doesn't matter what your fucking religion is it's all the same yeah and um you know they're just like oh you know <laughs> i don't know it's weird anywho anywho so it's like it's not far off for him to rebel against catholicism and then want to want to go spread the word of you know whatever uh, he believed in and i don't know what i don't know what he believed in he could have been you know i could have heard him talk and been like that's beautiful right yeah that makes sense because someone's gonna say something and it's gonna resonate in some part of you if you're missing something in your life there's someone out there that's gonna say something you're gonna go that's what i'm missing that's right. that clicked for me. That clicked. That right. Sense. That made that made sense. Right. Now I'm missing eight teeth in my left arm, but it made <laughs> sense. It made sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what a what a sick don't let folk. me ever fall into something like that. Lord. I know that used to be like one of my biggest fears for sure was oh, like falling cult. into a cult for sure. Of some sort, yeah. I mean, right. I have, I have irrational fears as well. All right, so that is <laughs> that is the Ant Hill Kids. That was you're, disgusting. You're welcome. Yeah, I can't wait to search a little bit more. Not, oh, yeah. I, I mean, Be I don't prepared. know if I Be prepared. I don't know if I wanna. <laughs> I may not. <laughs> <laughs>
I need to, I, I need some happy things. I took the bullet for y'all. <laughs> I you know I, it could have gotten worse. It could have gotten worse. Ugh. I know I know more about this than I wanted to ever know. But but that's a sick one. It was worth sharing. Yeah, it was like how do I like when I told you I'm like I've got three ideas. I think I got to go with the cult because it's just too hard not to share this. You love but that I, cult stuff. But I have the next one I'm planning to do is uh, about a school. So Ooh. Uh, we're going to have that. And then, you know, we're going to have the Wicked History of Christmas. So, Wicked History of Christmas. Yeah, we're going to do that. So I there's, can't wait. there's more coming. We will see y'all in episode five. See Again, you episode five. Woo-hoo. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram so you can see pictures of what we talked about. I'm gonna post this and other crazy post. shit that you share. You yeah. share some cool shit. Just follow, yeah, follow that and and share some of the things that um that, that you, you want to know about, huh? Share, that. yeah, what you want to know about. But no, the stuff that that you share just in general on your personal page is fabulous. <laughs> It's wicked. It's not wicked. It's just super intriguing. Like I said, the CPR doll, Pepsi Cola, like all that stuff is just, I love it. I don't know yeah. where you get it. I don't know. And, uh, and you all learned at least one thing today, and that is how you cook frogs. That's freaking awful. It really is. It really is. I've heard that analogy with cr- like crabs. I didn't know. No, I mean, I, I, I suppose. No, no, no. That's the, the, no, um, like the, the bucket full of crabs and like a crab tries to get out, but another crab grabs it and pulls it back down. Oh, that's hard. It's a really good analogy. Like you're not allowed to go anywhere. You have to stay here with us. You know, all trying one to of us. look up that analogy. It's a, the it's crabs. a, it's a good one. It, it's kind of like, you know, um, you know, if, if, uh, Rot, like rotten fruit like if if you're sitting next to if you're a peach sitting next to a rotten peach well you're going to get rotten too so it's like watch your company it's called they're also there's this thing called um the lifesaver the oh shit what is it the um lifeguard the drowning man effect okay so in lifeguard school you learn uh to put something a flotation device in between you and whoever's drowning and that is to uh, that is because of something called the drowning man effect, where if someone's drowning, someone's, you know, they're drowning, they're going to take you down with them and they don't do it intentionally. It's a fight or flight type thing. It's just this yeah. natural thing to want to to use whatever you can to pull yourself up to get out of the drowning water. Right, right. So and, you know, some of the branches of the military will train you to, you know, let them pass out before you try to rescue them. And then you can always so do CPR. You can do CPR to bring them back, but you know, so that you don't get pulled under, especially if you don't have something in between you and them, like right. a flotation device. You just got to grab them to get them out of the water. Um, yeah, it's horrifying. But yeah, so like it is kind of an analogy for someone who is, uh, I don't know, in a bad place in their life. They're going to dra- drag you down with them. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But. Misery loves company. Oh, absolutely. That's why I do this podcast. It's like, I got to share this shit with y'all. 
Someone else has to know what I know. Be miserable with me. This I isn't just my. This, by myself. this isn't just my hobby. <laughs> or I, I don't know. I have to bring y'all with me. Yes. There's lots of people that are there, and there's lots of people that avoid it. Well, it's like I can't keep this knowledge to myself. If I got to know that the Ant Hill kids existed, everyone else I know has to know this. As well. Right. Right. <laughs> um. I was listening to um, um, Jewel mm-hmm. on the Joe Rogan show. Okay. Oh God. Okay, and boom, she tells a story about like her family is homesteaders, mm-hmm. no electric, no nothing. So the grandmother had a block of cheese, and she was stoked on this block of cheese, and it's outside in like some kind of ice box. Mm-hmm. And the cats are outside and she goes and the block of cheese isn't there. And she sees one of the cats has gotten fat and, um, no. Oh no. Oh yeah. And so that dinner or that, that dinner that night was cat with cheese sauce. Oh God. She, she, you know, killed the cat, cut its stomach open, retrieved the cheese, cooked it up. What? And why I mentioned that? I don't know, but it was great. Oh, I had to tell everybody. I'm like, because listen, I listen to Joel and Jerogan. <laughs> I have to know this. <laughs> I have to know they had cat. You have to know I, they had cat. I loved it. I mean, I didn't even know what to think of it. I was like, yeah, fuck it. She had to kill the cat. <laughs> the cat ate her goddamn cheese. <laughs> I mean, you don't waste anything. You know what I mean? I just, I appreciated it. I'm not cool with it. Like, you know, all that. But like, um, uh, whatever you know yeah, that was yeah. one way to get her block of cheese back that she was like so excited about apparently the cheese was really good uh, apparently I could not kill my kill and eat my pet to get my cheese back. no I don't think the cats were like pets though that's the thing oh. is they're outdoor cats and it's just like one animal to another animal like they they raise and grow their own animals to kill and eat you know yeah. that's what they that's what they do. I can't. They're 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 actually on the like the uh, Alaska, the last American frontier. Because you remember she's from there. Yeah. Yeah. So they signed for that show. Oh. Yeah. Her brother called like called her on the phone and said, "I'm signing a contract for a TV." And she was like, "No, you don't have to sign a contract for a TV." <laughs> and he's like, "A TV show." <laughs> anyway. <laughs> It was just the cat story was all I cared. I shut it off after that because I was just like, um, I'm not into it. But the cat, the cat, cat uh, for dinner. All right, better it, go. That's, that is a great way to end this. I think. Yeah, misery cat. loves <laughs> misery loves comedy. Cheesy cat, <laughs> cheesy cat. Come over for some cat with cheese sauce. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh my god. Yeah, I don't know. Would it uh, be? I don't know. We we've eaten some fucked up stuff. Oh, um, yeah. Suppose culturally it doesn't. Who knows? I don't know. Fun. And yeah. and I'm all, I'm all right with that. Oh, that's a good place to end this then. All right. Call Thanks. it. Call it on episode four. Yeah. Four. Four. All right. Maybe. Cut. Cut. All right. Bye, guys. (laughs) Bye.